ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Tuesday, May 30th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Good to be back with you. Hope you enjoyed the holiday weekend. Had a chance to get out and enjoy some of the good weather we had. Locally, we didn't have great weather throughout the day. Of course, that impacted the Coca-Cola 600 as well. I finally got that thing going on. Let me tell you, I, I tried to watch a little bit of that. And it was terrible to watch with the rain delays, and I just couldn't do it. I could not watch that. I tried my very best, but we got it done. The race is over. We got baseball yesterday on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930, knocking us off the air, knocking the show off the air. And uh, I don't think it was worth it. The Giants beat the Pirates 14-4. to don't lie to me. How many of you, if you tuned in for that, tuned out? Don't lie to me. I know you did. 14-4. to 4. So the Pirates have got game two of the series tonight. 9.45 right here on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930. Hopefully they'll bounce back tonight. Keeping up with baseball, Cleveland beat Baltimore 5 to nothing. Game two tonight, 7.05 in Baltimore. And the uh, Reds had Monday off. So they've got a three-game series tonight, 7-10 in Boston against the Red Sox. And then in the Atlantic League, York beat Charleston 7-5. Dirty Birds open up a series in Lexington tonight at 6:45. But speaking of the Coca-Cola 600, Ryan Blaney wins the rain-delayed Coca-Cola 600 in Charlotte for the first time ever. Team Penske wins both the Indianapolis 500 and the Coca-Cola 600. And Justin Allgaier won the rain-delayed Xfinity race at Charlotte. That was after the Coca-Cola 600. So crazy. You had to start the Xfinity race, then stop it, make sure you could get the Coca-Cola 600 in, and then you had to pick right back up with the Xfinity race. Crazy weekend for NASCAR, but they got it all in. And as I said, I tried to keep up with that. I could not. Instead, I was locked in on two things last night. Eastern Conference Finals, Game 7. Would this be the moment where a team battling back from an 0-3 deficit would win the series? And this was not the moment yesterday. Miami beat Boston. It was convincing. 103-84. to So... It's going to be Heat versus Denver in the NBA Finals starting Thursday night at 8.30 in Denver. On top of that, yesterday, I thought, okay, this should be competitive. Las Vegas and Dallas. Dallas has come back and has shown some fight, and they got put away early. Las Vegas hammered Dallas 6 to nothing. So the Golden Knights win that series four games to two. And so game one of the Stanley Cup Finals between Las Vegas and Florida, Saturday night, 8 o'clock, going to be in Las Vegas, since Las Vegas would be the higher seed, the higher point total between the two. Can you imagine right now, if you're sitting in the state of Florida, how life is good for you if you're a sports fan? Because you have the Miami Heat going to play for a NBA championship, have an opportunity there to win an NBA championship. 
And then you have the Florida Panthers having an opportunity to play for a Stanley Cup and win a Stanley Cup. And here's the fun thing. Florida was last team in. Florida was the last team in. If Pittsburgh would have won down the stretch, we wouldn't even see this final right now. It would be something completely different. But the Penguins couldn't get it done, so Florida gets in. Florida's like the eighth seed here. And then the Heat was eight seed as well. So you have you have an eight seed versus a one seed in the NBA Finals. And Miami being an eight seed, Florida being an eight seed. I don't think I've heard of anything like that ever. I don't think I ever have seen such synergy, using a buzzword there, such synergy in area sports teams. So it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. So we start off with the NBA Finals on Thursday, the Stanley Cup getting underway on Saturday. And here's the good thing. You can listen to all of that on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. So we've got you covered there. We'll have Pirates baseball throughout the week right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. And when the Pirates do not conflict with the schedule for the NBA or for the NHL, we'll have those games for you here as well as a secondary home on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So let's get your text in. We haven't done that in a while. I really want to do that with you today. Text lines 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. Get them in today because, like yesterday, we've got baseball tomorrow that's going to displace the show again for a day. After this, I think we're pretty clear for the rest of the summer as far as potential conflicts, but tomorrow, no show because of baseball. Memorial Day, no show because of baseball. Short week. We've got a lot to get into, so let's go ahead and take that opportunity now and do it. Text lines 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. You can also find me on Twitter, and that is at Paul Swan. And if you're listening to the show and you're on Twitter and you don't follow me, I would appreciate a follow. Again, if you're listening to the show and you're on Twitter, if you're not following me, I would appreciate that so much if you could give me a follow on Twitter. And you can also reach me there. So text line is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. And on Twitter, at Paul Swan. Uh, we'll kind of call this a Twitter Tuesday. You can reach out. I'll take all your questions and comments there throughout the show. When we continue, let's get you caught up on what's happening. Uh, we've got some big news to talk about. Autumn Owen continues to rack up honors. We'll talk about what's new for her. And a little bit later on, we'll kind of go over it, not in great detail, but I'll give you the the update. Uh, some more money revenue is coming in, some more cash coming into the Thundering Herd Athletic Department, and we'll tell you what the deal about is there. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about soccer, just kind of give you the heads up. The West Virginia Soccer Association has been awarded the uh, opportunity to host the Eastern Regional President's Cup fourth time in five years. Uh, so based on our schedule, I couldn't get Chris Tatum on Mayor Barbersville tomorrow since we don't have a show, but he said he'd come on Thursday. So we'll go into a little bit more detail definitely on Thursday what that means to the region 
But we'll talk about it, and we'll get your comments as well. That's pretty good for the state of West Virginia because that's, that's split between what's happening in Barbersville with the Barbersville Soccer Complex and the Shawnee Sports Complex. So Cabell County, Canal County working together, uh, the Village of Barbersville, and, of course, uh, the Shawnee Sports Complex. Everybody working together to bring this uh, event into the region, brings a lot of money. A lot of people come into the Tri-State, maybe for the first time coming to the area. For some, maybe they've seen it several times now being involved with this, but that's a huge opportunity. So very progressive thinking happening in the village of Barbersville. We'll get the mayor on with us on Thursday to talk more about that. But your phone calls and texts coming in, 304-396-TALK. That's our text line. Also on Twitter, at Paul Swan. We'll do more when we continue with you. Here on ESPN 94.1 at AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Tuesday, May 30th edition. Our text line this hour, 304-396-304-396-8255. It's also a Twitter Tuesday, so you can find me on Twitter at Paul Swan. And if you were listening to the show on Twitter, if you would, I would appreciate a follow as well. Let's get you caught up in what's happening with Marshall softball because there's always something good happening with Marshall softball. This time, Autumn Owen. You all know Autumn, right? Catcher for the Thundering Herd. She's been named a second-team All-American by D1Softball.com. She's the only representative from the Sun Belt Conference on the second-team All-American list, so the North Carolina native. That's a huge honor for her. So she's second-team, and she did it on the strength of leading the Sun Belt in three major categories. Home runs at 19, runs batted in at 71, and her batting average, 444. So she had the triple crown. And I hope somebody actually creates like a crown when you win the triple crown in baseball or softball you should get a crown that would be a trophy that everyone could get behind i think so you win a triple crown you get the crown right i don't know who's paying for this trophy but i'm I'm just suggesting it so owen just to go back over because it's it's never it's never redundant to talk about owen she broke Marshall's previous single-season record by driving in 71 runs. So she now has the single-season record. She had 22 games with multiple hits, including seven games with three hits. Also, 22 multiple RBI games, with 12 games where she drove in at least three runs and three games with four RBIs. She also hit five home runs in a single weekend at the Liberty Classic, that's not a new program record. I don't know if you remember that. She's just been fantastic. Absolutely. And so now she is second team All-American by D1Softball.com. Outstanding accomplishment for her. I don't think we can talk enough about what Marshall has done on softball. And the only thing we need to do now is see it through. This team needs to get to the tournament. That's it. That's the next step. Get this team to the tournament. Easiest way is winning the Sunbelt Conference. That's the easiest way. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Uh, one other thing that happened 
as far as player news is concerned, there's a new commit to Marshall, and it's a former Ohio State safety. Jason Wint has committed to Marshall. Now, here's the background on Wint. Wint played from 2016 to 2019. So he makes the, the, he makes the announcement on social media that he's going to come and play for the Thundering Herd. He was dismissed from the Ohio State football team in 2020. And the reason was that criminal charges were filed against him and another teammate. And unfortunately for him, his degree was also withheld at that time. So this young man had to wait three years, three years to take this to court and to prove his innocence. And on February 9th, both these young men, his his teammate also went, were found not guilty on all charges. And the trial lasted only three days. So his goal now is to get his degree, continue to stay out of trouble. He just wants to get his degree, just get his life back together, right? And I was hesitant to talk maybe too much about what his information was as far as why he was sent, um, you know, you know, he was charged and, and all this happened. Yeah, but I think I have to just because it's going to come up. And, again, this is only for context. This has nothing to do with – this is not related to anything involving Marshall University. And I don't want to issue that, that's, that warning now because I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes I get taken out of context. So let me stress this. I mentioned this for context and – not to be taken out of context. This has nothing to do with Marshall. But Went was accused of raping a female student in 2020. And the alleged rape took place on February 4th, 2020 at a Northwest Side apartment. So he was brought up on charges. But Franklin County jury found him not guilty. There were two counts of rape and one count of kidnapping, but he was found not guilty on all charges. So now he has an opportunity to continue his academic pursuits and continue his athletic endeavors, and Marshall University has given him a chance. But I wanted to get that out there only because, again, that's going to come up. If it hasn't already, that's going to come up. And the context needs to be brought out there. This is the reason why he hasn't played for a few years. And this is you know, why he's now able to continue his athletic career and his academic career. is because he had to wait three years, three years before he could take it to trial. It's three years of his life gone. Now, I'm, not, I'm not privy to the court case. I'm not privy to any of the information on either side, so I can't issue a judgment either way. But you know, I do know that he now has the ability to continue his athletic career, and hopefully you know, he's going to find success uh, in his academic career as well, and he can get his life back together. You know, that's, that's the hope now that he's been found not guilty on all charges. But you know, that's context uh, for why he played from 2016 to 2019, and then he was dismissed from the team 2020 and had to wait three years. I, I can only imagine you know, what it might have been for him to wonder, okay, this, this chapter of my life, is it over? 
is this is this going to define me? And so he's got another chance. So um, just keep that in mind, just the context there of this. Our text line is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. That's our text line to be a part of today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Uh, some financial news coming out of Marshall today. We'll talk about that. We'll touch on some good news for the region, for the USYS Eastern Regional President's Cup coming back to the region next year, June 14th to 18th. We'll talk about that. And we'll get your comments as well. It's a Twitter Tuesday, so you can find me on Twitter at Paul Swan. More coming up on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to our Tuesday, May 30th edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Interesting news coming out of Marshall today. University announcing a development in their licensing services. It's a 10-year extension with CLC, which is regarded by many as the nation's leading trademark licensing company. The renewed partnership ensures continued brand protection, management, and marketing services for the Thundering Herd. So the new agreement, which will commence on July 1st, 2023, that'll extend until June 30th, 2023. 33, so this deal might outlive a lot of people, is anticipated to generate approximately $5 million in revenue for Marshall University Athletics over the contract. So a new stream of revenue, well, a continuing stream of revenue for the Thundering Herd, and $5 million is the anticipated windfall for the Thundering Herd. 304-396-TALK, 304 304- Three nine six eight two five five. That's the number to be a part of today's edition of the Drive on our text line. You can find me on Twitter as well, since it is a Twitter Tuesday at Paul Swan again on Twitter at Paul Swan. So you look at this deal. The bullet points are there. It will enhance Marshall's ability to um, be visible. That that's the deal. Enhance Marshall's ability to be visible. And you get the you, you get the, the usual quotes, um, new and unique ways on products and merchandising. That's a thing that really, I think, burns a lot of herd fans. You remember we go back many years ago, which which department stores were we protesting? Were we boycotting? Because they had in Huntington, how dare they in Cabell County had WVU gear and other gear and not Marshall apparel. Do you remember? Do we? How far do we need to go back on that one? I remember that vividly. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough if you want to get the latest and greatest. You want to get the latest and greatest herd gear. You have a few options. You don't have a multitude of choices compared to some of the other larger schools. So hopefully this deal will will help with that. And Marshall will be able to open that up a little bit more because, again, if if you want Marshall items, you have some options. You have some good options, but I can't just hop on Amazon and, and get stuff that maybe a, a different university can can get if you're a fan of that. So that's what this deal hopefully will will allow is some some growth there. 
And speaking of growth, how much has soccer just taken off in this region? It's exploded. And so there was a presser today, and we're going to have Chris Tatum on, Mayor Barbersville. I thought he'd be a great guest for Thursday since we're not going to be here tomorrow. And I want him to go over this deal a little bit more because uh, he's been a big part of it. The Soccer Association, West Virginia Soccer Association, has been awarded the opportunity to play host to the USYS Eastern Regional President's Cup for the fourth time in five years. So the the event will take place from June 14th to 18th, 2024. It's going to be held at the Barbersville Soccer Complex and the Shawnee Sports Complex in Cabell and Kanawha Counties. Here's what this does. If you're not that familiar with it, this tournament will feature around 125 boys and girls soccer teams. Not 125 boys and girls. 125 boys and girls soccer teams in age groups ranging from under 12 to under 19. Regional winners in the 13U and above categories will secure a spot in the National President's Cup. According to reports, $10 million was the number of economic impact. This has been happening since 2019, Barbersville and Shawnee, the facilities, spreading this out a little bit. So you're going to see probably a new push next year to maybe see some upgrades, hopefully, if, if needed, because this is something that, I mean, I think we've seen with Shawnee and Barbersville with the soccer complexes, there have been continuing improvements and, and continuing to try to make this a destination. But that says something, that this event has happened four times in five years. So 2019, 2021, 2022, 2024. And it benefits everyone because we're going to put all these teams. Where are all these teams going to go? And I have to explain to a few people, why are we building new hotels in the area? Because we need a new, we need more hotels. I, I know that's kind of strange to say, but Huntington, Barbersville, Kanawha County, the I-64 corridor needs more hotels, more places to stay. Because imagine, teams are going to need places to stay, and so you're going to have a lot of rooms filled up for this event. And they're going to need places to, to sleep. They're going to need places to eat. They're going to want to shop. Going to take advantage of, of everything that the area has to offer here. Obviously, this is not a bad event. If you are promoting soccer as one of your core sports at Marshall University with a national championship in 2020, absolutely huge. So uh, we'll get the mayor on with us here in a couple of days. I want to talk to him, Chris Tatum, big part of this. And so the sports complex is getting um, – here's um, here's what they're um, – Here's what they're looking at. You got lights, press box, sound system, new playing surfaces, the logistics. You, you're able to, to get more of this in because you've got two complexes working together. I'm kind of curious 
Remember when we had Josh Perky on from um, the announcement that the uh, the like sixty thousand square foot facility, the the X Dome, and that's going to have uh, indoor field. That's going to have different uh, types of uh, courts in there. We're going to see some maybe youth tournaments there as well. Uh, I don't know if um, any of that's going to play into this here in the future because right now it's pretty much Barbersville and Shawnee for the most part. And you know, I'd like to see I like to see Marshall involved a little bit more. I mean, you get a, a beautiful facility that obviously has served Marshall well, and I'd like to see that used a little bit more if possible. But and for the most part, this is going to be a pretty big deal. So uh, I had to mention it today, knowledge it, just because that's a lot of money coming into the tri-state, and that's a lot of dollars being spent in the tri-state. And that benefits Huntington, that benefits Charleston, that benefits Campbell County, that benefits Kanawha County. I mean, there are people who've had to stay in Kentucky and Ohio as well just because of needing rooms. And so that's another push. You need more rooms. You need more you need more places to stay, right? More rooms, more hotels. You can attract more if you have more you know, more rooms, right? That's what I hear. If you have more rooms, you can attract more. More people can come if you have more places to put them. I keep hearing that. Obviously, with an event like that, you need more room. So, A, if, if you want to make money in Huntington or in the area right now, build a, build a quality hotel. Build a quality hotel. Our final segment is coming up. Our text line is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. This is The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our text line is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Just a reminder won't be here with you tomorrow due to Pittsburgh Pirates baseball. The Pirates are playing one of those late schedules. They've got a late one tonight. I don't know if you're going to be able to stay up, but if you can, we've got it for you. Game two of the series with the Giants tonight, 945 right here on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930. Yesterday, the Memorial Day game, the Giants hammered the Pirates 14 Well, and uh, that is um, going to be capped off with the getaway games. That'll be in the late afternoon tomorrow. So that game will not be over before we go on the air. So back with you on Thursday. Until then, uh, if you want to uh, be a part of what I do, there's a real simple place to be. You can find me on Twitter or you can find me on Facebook. Just search for The Drive with Paul Swan. But until then, we've got our text line at 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255 to be a part of today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So how was your weekend? I think that's the big question just to ask. How was your weekend? Did you you really get a chance to, to enjoy, even though the weather kind of was, if you're a NASCAR fan, the weather was not your friend. Absolutely not. And, of course, yeah, I have fun watching the uh, the NBA, not as much as the NHL. Strange 
but true. That was that was interesting. But I was kind of curious to see if Boston could do it. Could the Celtics come back? And the answer is no. Cannot come back. And I think in the long run this is fine because it's a better story to have Miami getting to the finals and then we have got Florida and the Stanley Cup and it's going to be Denver and Miami. Miami's won it before. Denver, did we expect Denver? Did we actually expect Denver? And I think, um, I think if you look at like you look at it like this, they've been the best team. They've been the best team all season long, pretty much. So yeah, we should have expected it. All right, our text lines firing back up. Here we go. You guys are get in early, man. Do this early. We'll get them all in, but if you can get them in early, that would be better. The text line's 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Texter writes in, will Marshall ever win a Sunbelt Championship trophy to put into Marshall Athletic Director Christian Spears' blank trophy case? Uh, I'm going to say yes, and let me back this up for those of you maybe don't know if you're not on Twitter. So Christian Spears, Marshall's athletic director, posted on Twitter. Let me pull it up so I can read it in its entirety. Posted a place where the latest trophy would be put. So it's going to be a place where every time Marshall wins a championship, a team championship, the trophy is going to be placed on display. And so let me pull this up real quick. And if you're not following Christian Spears, Marshall's athletic director on Twitter, he is at the herd AD. So it's it's a place where you put the trophy, and the backdrop is the black, white, big green, white, black stripes. So it basically looks like the helmet stripe. And he tweeted this out a day ago. It's empty now, but we will place a team trophy on this destination. We are coming together, and when we get there, it will be it will all be worth the energy and effort. Coming soon. Hashtag the herd way. Hashtag we are Marshall. So the texter is asking, uh, will Marshall ever win a Sunbelt Championship trophy to put in that case? Because right now it's an empty photo. Uh, it says it's the Sunbelt logo, SBC, and then right below that, most recent championship trophy, and then below that is a space for a trophy, like a glass platform, and it's empty. And I'm gonna um, I'm gonna look at some of the because it's been trolled already. He's been trolled a little bit. One res- one person on Twitter said no way with like, laughing emojis. Um, one commenter on Twitter said that. This adds pressure to keep on winning as nobody really wants to keep boasting about an old accomplishment. Just need some hardware soon because this will get dunked on hard if we don't. WVU fans jumped on this as well. Someone wrote in and said, uh, seems like this is where they place their wins over WVU too. That's not fair. Um, Somebody put a picture of uh, a sign that says this area is reserved for the national championship trophy. Go Herkies, go Hokies, uh, and said, hate it, tapping the sign. Uh, Someone pointed out that uh, the next chance is the best chance, and that's men's soccer. 
at some of the feedback so far on that. And that's just the retweets on this. I mean, it's a cool idea. I get it. It's a cool idea. If you win trophies, if, if you consistently win trophies, it's a cool idea. You can put the, put the trophy there of the, of the latest accomplishment. And it can also be a reminder. You see an empty trophy case now, so it's, it's one. It's a reminder that Marshall hasn't done that just yet. Marshall hasn't won a team championship. And if Marshall wins a, a team sports of men's soccer, puts a trophy there. And then you look at that, and you're, you're one of the other sports, and you're like, I'd like to knock that off. Not literally knock that off, but I'd like it to be our trophy that's up there next. So you would have this competition. So if soccer wins, put that soccer trophy up there. If Marshall wins in football, okay, knock that off. Put put the Marshall football trophy up there for the conference. You put you put trophies up there and you rotate them, then someone else is going to go, okay, well, we got to get one now and knock that out. And then next thing you know, maybe softball wins one here. Maybe baseball wins one. So it's got its it's got its benefits. But if this thing stays empty for a while, it's going to get brought back up. It's a challenge. It's a, it's a challenge to, to generate excitement. At the same time, you're taking a gamble with this a little bit. You might get dunked on. And so far, some of the trolls will come out on social media. And um, I, I like the potential of it, though. It's like, hey, here, here's our trophy case for the, for the latest trophy. Are you going to have your trophy up there next for your sport. So we'll start with men's soccer. If men's soccer wins a trophy, Chris Grassy, this will be a, a display case for Chris Grassy. Wins Sunbelt regular season championship, put that trophy up there. Wins the championship for the tournament, put that trophy up there. Wins the national championship, and these are possibilities with men's soccer, put that trophy up there. Or would that count? Because, again, um, it, I would think that would count. I would think that would count. You'd have to put that one up there. It would have to. But if you put Sunbelt Championships, or is it just the logo for decoration? So I guess you could put that there. You could put the championship for the soccer for NCAA. And then if Marshall wins the conference, uh, put the football trophy there. If Marshall wins a bowl game, do you put that trophy there? Display the bowl trophy. What if softball wins? What if tennis wins? What if men's basketball wins? You start putting, you know, you get the idea. You start rotating them up there. And then you put pressure on because if it's if it's a while between trophies, put a little pressure on, right? If this thing stays empty for a while, that puts on a lot of pressure. Hey, which, which team's going to be the first? And then somebody wins uh, an individual trophy, you know, you acknowledge that, but if a team wins an, a, a team trophy, you put it on here, and then it, if it sits for a while, then you go, okay, when who's going to step up? Who's going to get the next one? Uh, we could have fun with this, obviously. So appreciate the texture for texting in on that one. That's going to do it for this edition. Thanks for tuning in. I'll be back with you on Thursday. Keep that in mind. Thursday. We've got baseball coming up tonight, 945, and then tomorrow afternoon, that'll be the getaway game. The Giants hammered the Pirates yesterday, 14-4. Is that going to happen tonight? Find out, 945 first pitch here on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930. Have a great night, everyone.
WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington. This is your radio home for Pittsburgh Pirates baseball, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.